Outspoken, Bruce and Gatos, KTAR News. Gatos will be back tomorrow. Uh, in his him. In his place is uh, KB. Chrissy, KB is here. Chrissy Mintz. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for spending time with us. We're in the home stretch now. Only I one know. hour to go. This I thing flies by, it. doesn't it? It does. It really does. Uh, unless maybe if you're stuck in traffic. And if so, we're sorry about that. Not we so really good. are. But appreciate you spending a little bit of time for us. Interesting uh, um, column. And I, 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 contrary to popular belief, I do read. Uh, I did tweet this out at, at the, uh, on the website from Lena's on Twitter. Uh, I'm the Bruce St. James. Uh, I finally found you. Yeah, well, there isn't another one. But I, uh, I have, I'm aspirational. I see that. That I hope that there are a whole bunch of people that come up with fake Bruce St. James's. I have and, many and then fake accounts. I'm the Bruce St. James. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's important. So mine's aspirational. It's not egotistical. Um, but really interesting article from Nate Silver. And I didn't like it just because I tend to agree with it. I like it because I think he put into words what Gatos and I have talked about this ever since that. I would call it botched press conference by Biden, you know, a week oh, and a half ago or so. Yes. Um, the title of this, and again, I put it up on Twitter, is it's time for the White House to put up or shut up. Shielding Biden from public appearances might be a rational strategy, and that's why it's a bad sign. Now, he goes into, because he's a number guy, he comes from the stats world, and he does a lot of political things and looks at polling and whatnot. And he says, you know, a year ago, if you'd asked him, he said, Biden was a favorite, 65-35, because I had to break it down. Right. 65-35. He goes, if you're looking at it today, flip those numbers. He goes, I think, he goes, if I'm looking at it today, I'm looking at Trump, 65-35. What changed? What's gotten worse for Biden? And he said, the problem is, hey, presidential approval polls matter, and Bidens are in the, in the, in the tank, mm-hmm. right? Second, I thought this was interesting, to borrow a poker term, Biden no longer has many outs, meaning contingencies that could improve his situation. Mm -hmm. Trump is going to win all 50 states in the Republican nomination process. Nikki Haley hasn't laid a glove on him. He's not going to come out exposed in any way, shape or form. Okay, so take that one off. The criminal trials may or may not happen before the election. And as we've seen, certainly with his supporters, they don't care. They don't care. Couldn't care less. Would vote for him if he was in prison. Wouldn't bother him in the slightest. And the economy, although it has gotten better, he's not seeing a, President Biden, he's not seeing a bump out of that. He's not necessarily floating on, on a wave. And he says, and really the bigger thing, it becomes clear every day that Biden's age is a problem. There was a poll out last week, 86% of Americans think he's too old. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, and he says that's a bit of an outlier. He goes, although numbers in the 70 to 75 percent range are pretty common, which is an overwhelming majority. And by the way, a bitterly divided country. We're told we're 50 50 on everything else. Yeah, except 75 percent agree Biden's too old. You know, <laughs> uh, that is really something else. There is also no evidence that he's going to get better. Absolutely. That he was just on a little bit of a bad stretch. Touch of the flu. I was on prescription medicine. Like, there's no excuse other than I'm 81 years old and I'm getting older. I'm slowing down. It is, what is it? Father time is undefeated. Right. right? And so you see something like uh, Biden declined to do the Super Bowl interview. Bummer. And that would have been right after that disastrous press conference. Mm -hmm. Now, could have done that and maybe could have convinced people that. He could be crazy grandpa. Yeah, 
Here's the thing. You keep hearing from his surrogates, Mm -hmm. you know, behind closed doors, sharp as a tack, on top of everything, Mm -hmm. right there with it. But we keep hearing that. He's engaged in everything. He's got unbelievable energy. He's working. To quote Jon Stewart last week, then show us that guy. (laughs) Where is that one? How come he's not on camera? Can I get that guy? How come there's no microphone in front of him? Exactly. Because that's not the guy anybody sees. And can you back into the presidency? Can you hide for the next nine months and think you're going to win an election? I'd argue, I don't think you can. He can't. I don't think you can. He can't. He has to step down. You think that's a uh, possibility? I think it's absolutely and a, po- a possibility in the summertime where he's kind of had enough. And I don't think anyone would argue. I don't think it's going to be scandalous. I don't think it's going to be like, oh, there's some mystery illness. I think it's cognitive decline. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he can stand for the election, to complete the election. It is a it is a, a time-consuming, energy Stressful. suck uh, of a job. I mean, I, I, I admit that for anybody. It doesn't care if you're an R or a D or whatever. It's a... It's it's a I always use this example. Uh, I think the worst one I ever saw was Obama. Obama, like on the inauguration, Obama when he left the office, I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, he didn't age eight years, he aged thirty years. Salt and pepper. But you know, I'm, I'm, yes. gray, like this job yes. really takes this it out of you. Awful, right? <laughs> like the, Bill Clinton. Oh, Bill Clinton looked like he looked like an Arkansas boy when he he left. He practically wheeled about in a wheelchair. George W. Yeah. Now he's painting in a garage somewhere. So the the job can. Can it requires a lot of energy. You would hope that somebody would. Well, at this point, who could talk to him? Who could tell President Biden, "You've done your job." Uh, a lot. Thank of you. You've been a public servant <laughs> your whole life. No, I mean, you've been a senator. You, you've you've served yeah. your country. You don't have to do this. Well, you got the job. Yeah. So you were VP. Now you're president. Go out with a blaze of glory. Wouldn't it be better to go out like that? Yeah. So who would they replace him with, though? It couldn't be here. We, Gatos and I had this conversation last week. Kamala. She's the only person with worse approval ratings than Trump that's and Biden. That's the problem. They're figuring she's out the She's literally Kamala the only thing. one. Yes. There's no other human. So that's the problem. So he's like, oh, man, should I just like white knuckle this? That's like when Please people say, God. oh, it's, it's against the two least liked people. I go, oh, no, Kamala Harris is actually liked less. Absolutely. Yeah. Biden does better against Trump than Harris does against Trump. That's the problem. They've yeah. got to figure out what they do with her before he does anything. Oh, no. That's no. a whole conversation for another day, Bruce. I guess so. I'm going to have to come back. It is something else. But I just, you know, are 75% of Americans wrong? No. Uh, are are, are it's we not all a slam. living in, in some sort of a bizarre thing? And, and Nate Silver, and again, if you want to see that piece, it's up on, uh, on the Twitter machine, uh, the Bruce St. James. Um, he says, okay. It's put up or shut up time. Put them out there. Sit down with 60 Minutes. Sit down with the Washington Post. Sit down with the New York Times. You don't have to go, you don't have to go to Fox News and have them beat you up. But get out there. Get in front of somebody. Answer questions. Show us that you're capable. And if you're not, time to get out of the way. Well, and, you know, people raise comments about Trump, right? And, oh, you know, running away with it and being presumptive. How could he not? Right. How could he not? Yeah. I want that economy back. I kind of want him back. You know, we can't have we can't have four more years of this situation. Oh, I wouldn't vote for Trump if he was last human alive. Oh, literally. Last a lot human of alive. people will. Yeah, I'm a an, lot of people I've been will. a never Trumper for eight years. I see that. Never. And I because I have morals and values and I won't 
change those for a politician. I vote on morals and values. I don't vote on positions because politicians and change your position. And are you saying position. that Trump voters don't? Because no, I'm saying he doesn't. Words. Well, he doesn't. But I'm not he has no morals and values. But I'm I not am. out for his moral. I think president is a ceremonial role. And I think it's indicative of the American people. And that is absolutely not who I want representing me. Well, I think both of them are having issues with that. The difference I would say is that I think Biden is old. I don't think he's a rapist. I don't think he's corrupt. I don't think he is a variety of other things. I think he's yeah, old. A little corruption there. I'll give you old. A little corruption. Prove it. Hey, 91 Gunna. indictments. How many indictments on Biden? How many? Gunna. How many, Gunna, how many indictments? Around. Stick around. How many indictments? Stick around, my friend. Currently at zero. I'm going to go with the people. Currently with zero. I'm going to go with the people. I can't wait for all 91 indictments to play out. I'm looking <laughs> I'll be forward here. to it. I'm looking here. forward to it. Hey, should your company or would your company pay you to hang out with your coworkers? Go get a drink after work. One company's doing it and it's actually a pretty damn good idea. We're digging into it next right here on KTAR. Outspoken with Bruce and Gatos. You guys are awesome. Thanks for spending some time with us on your on your ride home. I've got uh, got KB in the house. Chrissy Benz in for Gatos. I've got that's right. I've got Wise Man over there. I've got Pablo uh, working the wheels of steel. For goodness sakes, we got <laughs> Becky Lynn with all the news you need. Chuck's got the traffic and it's goodness. The dream goes. team. There's some tough traffic out there. I can tell by the texts. Again, four one nine two three. People like oh, no. it's bad on the seventeen. <laughs> like all right, sorry about that. I wish I could. I wish I could help. For medical. Uh, but I can't. This is interesting. So there's always a guy, right? Always, always a, a guy. guy. Um, this guy runs a, a, a company. And the company, it's an interest. It's a like a cybersecurity firm. Okay. I'm going to put it that. Probably nothing I would ever hire. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, not my world, right? Um, but he's offering something kind of interesting. And what he's offering is the CEO will pick up your bar tab, for lack of better terms. Fabulous. If you hang out with two other workers, two other co-workers, so the three of you, they call it the 333. I like Three that. people after 3 p.m., you can expense $30. Okay. So that's a couple drinks or appetizers or whatever. Off campus, not necessarily at Off work. campus. Definitely off campus. I like this. All right. And he says the only catch is you got to take a picture and put it on our Slack <laughs> channel. All right. Hey, Stevie, I know uh, um, the, the CEO, his name is uh, Philip Kalizian. Kalizian, I think. Sounds Armenian. I know some Armenians. I'm going with Kalizian. Um, and he had this to say about it. 333 program, 333 full credit to our CFO Cameron. So three people going out for um, drinks uh, after 3 p.m., you know, or drinks or food, it's free, right? So so that was the idea behind the program. We wanted to make it easy for employees to, to hang out, right? Like the idea is, you know, it's the afternoon and, you know, three people go out and, and hang out together. Chances are you'll talk about something that's relevant or work-related or you'll share ideas. He's probably right. Should I be sad that it takes bribing them with 30 bucks to do it no, or, or just this is the, the reality of our world? Well, I think you have to incentivize people yeah. and after well, COVID. Didn't and, we used to do those things, though? Like, well, yeah, we people used, used to, to go to happy hours. We happy hour. Hour. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. That used to be a thing. It was definitely a thing out here. But people just kind of we got did we get out of the habit of it. Back? I, I think mean, would so. you just say 
And is how big is this company? Do we know? They have 1,800 employees. Okay. Uh, they said, uh, I think they're in 20 different cities. Maybe okay. that has something to do with 15 locations around just, the world. Just a bigger Steve company. Steve wants to say something. Do I people really want to talk shop while they're hanging out? I think, wait, I, okay, so he didn't say they have to. He, his point was, you put three people together that all work in the same place, and you give them a beer, they're probably going to talk about work at some point. I think they're going to talk smack. It might smack. be about how, yeah, I was going to say, it might be how <laughs> much they hate the boss. I feel like it's not always a, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to go somewhere else after work and talk about work. Well, maybe you don't talk about work right there, but you get to know each other. And it helps. And it helps overall. When you have a project to yeah, work on. you exactly. know, Because I, I think there's a solid argument to be made that if you are... You have coworkers that you have to complete things with. When you know something about them, I, I, I feel like you can work better with them. If nothing else, you can judge like, meh, having a tough day. Are you still you know, you dealing with you? Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like you can read, but go to the Regal Beagle for God's sakes and get a drink. Yes, all right? Regal Beagle. Um, but I think there's something to be said for that. I just think it's really, I, I'm not, I think it's interesting. He'll he'll pick up $30 of your tab. $30 for each of you. So you got 90 bucks to spend if there's three of you. See, if you play it right, it could be a really fun happy hour. Be, yeah. I think Absolutely. so. Becky, you and I could work that out. We could do that. We could we, we could, could have half a martini right. grant. Exactly. We got two of you. Before the show. Oh, here yeah. we go. Here we go. This just went downhill. This is going to be the best show Bad ever. idea. Half Horrible a martini idea. lunch. Ixnay all of this. It is Becky, gone to heck and hand We're going to get our own show, girl. I feel it. Oh. I could, it would be like nothing anyone's ever experienced. I, I think I, I do wonder, and I don't know if it's tangible. Like, how would you measure it? Would there? How would you measure if it worked? So, how would you measure like the productivity of the company increase because? People are hanging out with one another. I think the increase in collaboration in teams, in projects, and they're a tech company, no? Yeah, they do like um, cybersecurity. Okay, so that kind of thing. They're they're always on teams and creating products and go to market and all of that stuff. So if that fosters, especially with tech, traditionally, in my experience, they they are not the most talkative folks. Is this because they're all wearing pocket protectors? Yes or no? Mm. It could have a little I'm just going out something on a to do with it. Bunch of software. But you need something to get the know? software nerds talking. I'm not kidding. Okay. So once that happens. And an Amber Buck is going to get, the, I don't know. What do they drink? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to guess they're into craft IPA, beers. I don't yeah. even know Got to be into craft beers, don't they? <laughs> Definitely. They're and all... they like talking about craft beers. So now you're getting them together. Yes. Just saying. I'm and bringing all their bar tools. Oh, for God's sakes. Martini shakers and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, I guess company, there used to be happy hour. And correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know the history of it. You know, don't leave it up to the non-drinker in the room. But happy hour was a place where, like, after work, people went with other coworkers. To and, meet people and talk about work. And hung out. Yeah, and, and no one does that anymore. And gets to know each other just a little bit. Now, we like, wanted to. It turns into, like, the Flintstones. The five o'clock whistle goes off, people running Woo-hoo. for the door. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah, slide we, down the dinosaur. We become homebodies, but this is indicative of a bigger thing, though, don't you think? Because we've created, either through technology or just through our lives, we've created the ability to not necessarily have to deal with other people. Everything can be done online through a drive-through app to deliver your food. You know, you can, you can make it through the day without having to, to deal with a person. But I think there is an epidemic of loneliness in this country because mm. of that. Yes, I agree. Thank you, Becky. One hundred percent. You got like the kindred spirits. You found mm-hmm. each other. I know it. Here. There's been pretty big articles written about the fact that people can't find friends 
They don't know where because to find friends. They don't know friends. how to act in public. And where they don't do know, you and find they friends? Don't, I don't that's, know where that's to find just friends. That's just it. They don't know. It's your place. And they don't know what to do with them when they find them. It's your friend store.
a couple different questions are getting, I'll use the term traction. I keep seeing them because I'm tagged in so much of this stuff. They keep popping up. Other news things have caught on to it. And Barry Markson was sitting where you yes. are yesterday. He is an attorney. And he approached the interview with Carrie Lake like a cross-examination. <laughs> I think it would be a nice way to Not put it. Not a fan of Carrie. Um, he is, he is uh, a, according to Carrie Lake, and I'm going to have to take her word for it. I honestly don't know. What was the number? 165 tweets about Carrie Lake. They counted that he's made 165 tweets about her, and that's why he was blocked on the Twitter machine. Uh, I got unblocked today. So you apparently be doing something I right. did good enough yesterday that I got unblocked today, so at least I can see some of the tweets now. But um, Barry asked her, uh, not once, uh, not twice, but this would be the third time he asked her this. If you are elected to the Senate, will you vote for or against a nationwide abortion ban? I talked a lot about abortion. I think that I talked about it uh, with clarity, being a woman and being a mother. And I said, I support the law in the books and the law in the books is 15 weeks. Now, it looks like there may be a change here in our ballot. We might see a ballot measure. I know that signatures are being collected right now, which should move that up to 20, 22 weeks. I'm not sure if it's been specified. I support what the people of Arizona support. At the end of the day, we're going to have 50 different laws. I don't believe in a federal ban. Okay, so uh, that is her. Um, it appears like a little bit of a pivot. And I'm, I'm just saying that because um, in the past, she's referred to abortion as the ultimate sin. She said that life begins at conception. I, I take her word for it. It believes it. But now she says she's okay with the will of the voters. And the will of the voters might be something on a 15, 22 week. And again, don't count me. I, I, literally, they're writing this um, ballot initiative that we would, as Arizonans, have a chance to vote on. Mm -hmm. And every poll I've ever seen on it says that it will, it will pass uh, uh, some sort of a... a right to an abortion in the state of Arizona. Mm -hmm. that, that, that is a, a popular thing. So um, I think she's maybe like any good politician knows how to read the tea leaves. Exactly. And says, if you want to uh, die on that hill, you can die on that hill, but you definitely will die on that hill. I don't think this is controversial. No. I don't think it's dubious. It's a change in position. And I think they're allowed, like all politicians are. So I would just want to know. I and don't I get, find and this I, scandalous. I, didn't get a I don't think it's scandalous. I just didn't get a chance to follow up and say, so how'd you change your mind? I think you're going to have to ask her back. Yeah. Like, why Why did you change your mind? I, I would think abortion would be something that you have firmly held beliefs on. Uh, I, I mean, you might change your mind on Ukraine. You know, I mean, but I would think things like that you uh, would hold near and dear to you. You would be, no, this is who I am. And I have no problem with people say I'm pro-life or I'm pro-abortion, whatever. And that's what I am. And whether God told you to or what. Okay, great. That's who you are. You want a firm stance. I Yes, I want to know where you are on issues that I would say, tell me something about your character. Tell me something about your decision making. And if you can change your mind on abortion because it's going to help you get elected or not get elected, I would I would you, you can go down in my list because of that. I think it's a fool's errand to think that any politician would have one set of beliefs and keep those completely static during an election, considering the kind of election season that we're in now. And we got nine months to go, right? Yeah, exactly. How interesting! Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even catch that. That just happened. I did not catch that. All right. I think she's allowed. Okay. 
I think she's allowed, and I don't think it's scandalous. And I think that I know you want a firm opinion, but I think politicians change their opinions on, and okay, stances I, I on things. I think there's some things that you ought to be able to stand on and say, this is what I believe in my heart. I think this she's is what very clear on what she believes. Really? That's just me. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I think she believes in the will of the people, Bruce. Except when she does it. Well, hey. <laughs> Except when she does it, what right? What are you going to do? Uh, Megan McCain going to be joining us tomorrow at 4. If you'd like to hear the entire Carrie Lake interview. I do. Uh, you can go and listen to it on the podcast. You can do so right now. KTAR.com. So there's a bit of a change. If you haven't been in a Best Buy lately. Oh, my. There are changes afoot. Really? It ain't with the big screen TVs. Okay. No. Geek Squad? It's not with the candy section that I love that they put right up there by the checkout. Oh, no. Are you looking for that new DVD, that Blu-ray? Are are you looking for the new Taylor Swift CD? Well, you ain't going to find them at Best Buy. We'll tell you about that coming up next on KTAR. The Gatos Big Q Poll Question, brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Ah, in. Kristen Benz is in for Gatos, but is it okay if I do the, the big Q poll of the day? You Please right do. Okay, be my guess. So, Gatos is big Q poll of the day. You ready? You can vote right now, KTR.com. Certain Best Buy stores have completely stopped selling movies and shows on DVD. How many DVDs do you own? You have four choices. You, a few, double digits, too many to count, none. I'm all streaming now. Vote away. Where are you voting, Chris? Uh, zero, sir. You're at zero. Okay, we'll click on that. Too many to count is still leading. 42%. Double digits, 24%. If I add those together, it involves math. Carry the one. 66% have double digits or too many DVDs still. Really? Are you guys watching? Are they people? Ooh. So I, I used to collect, well, I don't know if you know this or not. I'm a member of the Phoenix Film Critics Society. And I, uh, because of that... I don't appreciate you laughing, Becky. I, well, I, I don't appreciate. I smiled at you, and you happened to see it. Um, <laughs> but they would send us all the DVDs, like at the end of the year, you know, all the things. So I would get 50, 60 DVDs a year just from the movie companies. Um, and I'd file them away. I had like a the filing system. They were alphabetical for good. I'm a Virgo. We alphabetize our spice oh, racks. That I mean, that's just what we says do. So much. So I'm alphabetizing my, C, my DVDs until I realized. I don't watch them because everything is available, you know, click, click, on click on the, on the streaming. And they just took up a whole bunch of room. So I put them all in boxes and gave it away. All Good. my DVDs. I gave away over a thousand. Good man. So I, I don't have any DVDs anymore and I haven't physically touched a DVD in years. I wonder how many people have all these DVDs, but they don't have a DVD but player. But that's the thing. So I so feel many. like the people who say they have too many to count, they don't watch them and no, they might they not just, even have something to watch on. They just got a bunch of DVDs they don't to do with them. Can we donate them to like starving kids in Africa? They can't watch. They can't watch them together, can they? That doesn't help. But Best Buy is getting rid of them. Are they really? So you go into the Best Buy right now, and it usually was like in the middle of the store somewhere, a couple aisles, and they would have like you know the latest movies, maybe some other ones. I can remember shopping for that. I used to really love the Virgin Mega Store at the Arizona Mills oh, Mall. I miss oh, the yeah. Virgin that Mega place. Stores. Oh, can we just pour a little pour a little out for the Virgin Mega <laughs> Store? Oh, well, yeah, I got you. But I love that place. I had awesome DVDs from all over. So now 
Steve, have you seen this? I, I don't know last time I've been in Center Best Buy. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, so Best Buy announced this a couple months ago that they were going to stop selling physical media like DVDs physical and Blu-rays. Physical media is what they call which it. Which is like, I thought, like half of their stuff, but it's really not anymore. But yeah, I think it's mostly about appliances for them now, the iPhone digital cords. stuff. Don't they just sell cords like you charge your phone? Isn't that what Best Buy sells? Devices, yeah. Phones. Yeah. What about video games? Those oh, are most of those, those. Most of those are streaming though now. I, I can't well. imagine they, they got like they even color the aisles. They got like the green aisle for the Xbox, the blue aisle for the PlayStation. They ain't getting rid of that. I don't think they're at that point yet. But as somebody who owns a PlayStation Five that's only digital, I don't have any physical copies of games that I play. See, neither I do we. I have both. I have a couple physical copy, copies of ones, like I got the special edition because I'm an idiot and I wanted to pay more for like a fancy box. And then I, I download the rest of my, my video <laughs> games. Yeah. We download ours. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get there eventually to the same point that we are yeah, at with DVDs. I think so. I you think know where they Steve, won't sell. You know what DVDs week? have that the streaming doesn't have, Bruce? Uh, what is that? The uh, commentary, the DVD commentary afterwards, and the director's cut. The director's cut? Or the, <laughs> I'm the guy that watched yeah. that. Or the outtakes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're right. We are missing out. I got to tell you, uh, commentary is underrated on some of these, these DVDs. Commentary is underrated, and I'm going to blink on the name of the movie. Um, dude. What was that movie? Dude, Where's My Car? Dude, Where's My Car? Was that it? You just said dude. Dude, where's my car? With uh, Austin Kutcher and the guy Ashton. who played Stifler. Ashton. Ashton And the Kutcher guy that played Stifler. Got William something. The commentary from that is six times better than the movie. And I saw an interview with them and they said, we might have been drinking <laughs> when they made us do the commentary. And at one point they said there's like a 15 minute gap when Ashton Kutcher isn't there. It's because he went to go get more beer in the middle of the lie, the commentary of the film. It was, uh, I've, I've, the movie's not that good. The commentary is unreal. It's nothing to do with the movie. It's a bunch of drunk guys sitting around talking about making the movie. Like happy hour. Like, yes. Then you have to pay them 30 they bucks. had to be friends. Look how that all came right back that around. That just happened. That was fantastic. Full circle so, moment. Yeah, we are, we are moving on. But if you think about it, you know, Media, uh, music, and movies. Yeah, we went from VHS and Betamax to laser discs, Blu-ray, uh, Blu laser discs. You like laser discs? <laughs> wow. I used to work with a guy that collected laser discs. I really feel like ask him, "How do you feel now? How do you feel now collecting laser discs?" Um, yeah, they like look like a record, but yeah. it was right, a movie. Yeah, right. Um, it's just the, the 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 medium changes, but the content doesn't. We still have movies, we still have music. You just get it a different way, mm -hmm. right? That's just progress, I guess. And they do that on purpose, so you have to buy all new stuff every once in a while. They do it on purpose. The man. Catch every time. The man. They'll come back in style, too, by the way. Like what, vinyl? DVDs? Yes. Like yeah. yeah. You might as well keep them in a box somewhere. Come they'll off be worth of it. I've already someday. given them all away. I can't keep holding on to everything that might be worth something someday because I'd have like a, a storage, 53-foot storage trailer in the backyard. Beanie All babies. this stuff's going to be worth something someday. <laughs> my beanie babies. My Hot Wheels cars. <laughs> Told you. Beanie babies. Any day oh now. Oh, my gosh. Hey, thank you guys so much for spending some time with us today. Chrissy, thanks a lot. Oh Appreciate God, you being in here. Me. And everybody else contributes to this. It <laughs> takes a village, for God's sakes. I also say that so you can't blame me solely. It's a bunch of other people I who like did this that. to you. I like Gato's that. Gato's back tomorrow.